Hello again and welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti. So, if you have followed this talk from the beginning until now, from the episode one and up until now, you should uh, have this feeling, have this. Um, understanding and have this sense of Im- feel this emerging of uh, of something new something different that you never heard of before and that something is regarding about who you think you are or you have been all this life that emergence should happen right now. If not, then I will encourage you to ponder on it, to study on it more, and to listen to it more, and sit down and you know meditate on it and figure it out, because that's what needs to happen. This, this feeling, this sense of feeling, will come up to. To anyone who start to understand Buddha's teaching, okay, the sense of. Of non-self is emerging, okay, which is. Called anatta, or non-self. Is one of the principle the three principles that Buddha taught, right? Impermanence, anicca, dukkha, which is suffering, and anatta, which is non-self. This sense of non-self should start, start to emerge within you. Because from, from the beginning of the talk of this podcast, at the early episode, we have talked about the body, which the Buddha had shown that the body is a vehicle. Right, the body is a a a uh, what you call a jhana, or you know, in like. When they, when in the different sect in Buddhism, you heard about Mahayana and uh, Hinayana or whatever. Yana means a vehicle. Okay, so the body is a vehicle, but the body is not who we think we are. That's one of the main teaching in Buddhism. That's one part that we need to truly understand. The body is not mine. This body is of the physical world. Okay, the body is something that we happen to be with it as a as a spiritual as a spiritual as a 
in in a spiritual way or uh, being a in a conscious way that we come to realize the body we come to realize the world through this body right but this body is not as self it's not mine it's not me see this this sense of understanding should start to emerge in you that is one of the thing that the important thing that you know, the Buddha taught that we cannot identify ourselves with this body which goes against the mainstream right most the 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 the, the people on the planet all their lives they identify themselves with the body and the mind and the Buddha's teaching goes the opposite that's why the Buddha said he stand in the river alone and against the current when he discovered the Dharma so for for most people for for pretty much most of the people identify themselves with the body and the mind that's who we are who i am my name is this i am the son of this i am the i am the citizen of this nation i am a member of this religion group religious group you know and all that stuff those all of those identification is 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 like a a, a a a just a label it's just a game that 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 we play you know identifying with the shell outside with with the physical form outside right so that's that's what uh you should come to some sense of realize realizing this truth okay because and the truth will start to re- if when you understand this it will start to reveal for you the the truth will come in more and more and more so the body is not ours and the mind again is not ours right the mind just like the buddha has taught is accumulation of the different experiences that we go through in life and embedded into the brain into the memory and based on those memory we react to things around all around us okay and because of that with these two combination the body and the mind that we keep identifying ourselves with we have this emotion so with this emotion that's how we identify who we are we identify ourselves with the body with the mind with the emotion that comes in through the five senses and of course the mind which is the six senses that process all the information and we have this emotion and we go through life with this that's what we used to know of ourselves that's what we used to 
identify ourselves with. This is like what the Buddha said, living blindly due to our own ignorance. And this is a very difficult ignorance to, to find out. Unless there's enlightened being like the Buddha who come and discover this, people will live for years and years without understanding what what the, what is be, what is underneath all of this, all of this happening, all of this phenomenon that goes on, right? So the so there's two things that we now start to understand. The body, okay, we're not in control. Yes, we can move our arms and legs and we can talk and all that stuff. But we are not in control of the body itself. It grows by itself, right? It has its own thing. It does its own thing, right? And the mind, yes. The mind that we keep saying that is my mind, that is the way I think. Now we understand, now we realize that all of this thought that goes in through our mind that we so-called so identify my thought and my opinions, these are all the products of the memory. These are just repetition from all the people's thought that get embedded into our memory and we identify it as our thoughts. But in reality, it's not our thought, it's just, a, it's just information that we pass on from one person to the, to the other through the five senses. So once we, we come to that realization we start to have this sense of selflessness in a way that we say, oh, wait a minute. What I've been identifying myself with is not really me in a way, right? And there, at a certain point in time when a yogi or a meditator or a Buddhist practitioner like you at one point in time when you come to a deep realization yourself okay but by not listening to anyone by not not from the book or anything and just blind belief at one time when you sit down and do meditate and deep meditation and you don't this I mean not by just closing your eyes, sometimes you just be there, sit there, still, be there, and let it sink in, right? You will come to that realization, so, wow, all this crazy stuff that is going on, all this stuff that I've been identifying myself with, it's not really anything about, it's, there's nothing really that I can identify who am I with, 
it's just it's just a something that is beyond my control the body is beyond my control and the mind is beyond my control then who am I who is the experiencer right who is this what is this right but so before you get to that point this for for many people there's a sense of uh, there's a sense of sadness set in for a while for a little bit because now the yogi or the person is going through this awakening process that awakening process because this is what we use since we used to identify ourselves with this body and with the mind but now the the inner you is emerging okay the inner you is emerging is is saying no you are not that just that body and the mind okay so when the inner you grows the outer you start to fall apart this is the transformation this is the change that is that happened this is the awakening process okay when during this stage it 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 varies from people to people some people can just get it snap boom you know understand some people takes a little time to go through through this like admission to go through this surrender to the truth right the surrendering to the truth the realization of what is there's a little sadness that set in in some in some people and this sadness is due to the the, the dying of the ego okay the ego is dying and the, the and the ego is sad because the ego don't want to let go but the inner the inner you is growing see the inner you get bigger and bigger and the ego your ego that you have been identifying with is fighting really hard to hold on to but once but once you have tapped into the inner being of who you are the ego has no chance the ego will start to fall away a little bit and a little bit by itself it's like i said for some people it takes longer than other people because it is hard to let go of this ego and it's try to hang on but eventually it will fall apart it takes time it takes patience it takes understanding okay because we've been accustomed to we've been living with this our old self ego for our entire life it's not going to go away you know easily not for most people okay maybe there are few who snap out of it you know right away but for most people we have to go through the process of letting go of this ego of this which is i call that the dying 
stage of the ego. There's sadness at first, but eventually there's something special emerge inside an awakened person. There is special feeling that growing because this special feeling now that grows inside an awakened person that special feeling stop identify itself with the body and the mind so the, the special feeling this inner being now realize the truth as it is this inner being the inner being now grows okay and it still use the five senses it still use the mind to interact with the world but the inner you the inner being does not get involved with the emotion with all the craziness that we used to do like before the inner feel the inner being is growing with understanding right the inner being grows with the understanding of the truth the truth of who the inner being is the truth of who is the knower who is knowing who who is the who is aware of all these things that's the inner that's the inner you right and this inner you keeps growing and growing and the inner you will in will interact with the outside physical material world as it is as it sees things right from the from the outs the outside people the outside world if if they look at the awakened being physically there's nothing change but the change happen inside when the change happen inside the way the awakened one interact with the outside world change okay the way the inner being interact with the outside world with the brother and sister with the with the family with the with the children with everybody around the way the inner being of you change okay and it it respond and it re it it to the information as the way the inner being see as the way they are it's no more there's no more reaction to things okay this is called clear wisdom it comes from inside not from a reaction not from an emotion that is on the outside shell anymore the inner being 
start to understand that oh I have been living my entire life identify myself with this outer shell outer commotion my entire life so now I start to realize now that I understand there's an inner me that don't have to go along with this ego mind now that I start to realize this I also start to realize that other people around me who have not waken up to this truth they are still living with the identification of the ego okay your parents your spouse your children your friends your co-workers everyone who you come to interact with they are all living by identifying themselves with the ego self with the outer shell of their life and we used to be like that we've been living like that for our entire life but now we awaken to the inner to the inner us the inner us that has no more shell that has no more ego the inner us is something that is unique something that is so peaceful and beautiful and that inner us has no identification the inner us has no grasping or clinging to anything the inner us is just an expression of the universe it's just an expression of the whole cosmos this will grow love and compassion now when we get when we become connected to the inner being to the inner us to the inner you the selflessness has a really deep deep connection to the entire existence the inner us the consciousness who got to aware of what goes on a very deep level of consciousness who becomes aware of the world through the physical through the mental activities right the inner us connect through this connect through connect to this material world through the senses and all that right the inner us start to realize oh okay i got it now because of that the inner us grows this love and compassion toward others out of that you have forgiveness to others who are living just like 
what we have been living all along. So now when we see things, when we see people do things that, let's say, not appropriate or whatnot, instead of having this irritating, you know, emotion, instead of having, being, instead of being angry, right, or being sad or whatever toward those people, you don't have those anymore. Instead, now you realize, now you understand why they do the things they do. It is because due to their own ego. See, for the enlightened being, they start to understand the action of other people. And they have this love, this deep love and compassion toward others, all life all beings. One of the great last phrase or last say of the, of Jesus was when he was being crucified on the cross. Even though he was in the deep pain from the suffering, Jesus said, Jesus said, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. See, even though he was put on the cross, he still forgive those people who were killing him. Why? Because deep inside, deep inside, all he has is love and compassion. And he understands that there, and there, there is it is impossible for him to be angry, to be mad with the people who cause him suffering, cause him pain, because he knows, because Jesus knows that those people are acting out of their own ignorance. That's that that is incredible. And that is the feeling of awakened people, right? Buddha, the same, you know, all of his teaching throughout his entire 45 years of uh, after his enlightened time. Many people who have all kinds of suffering run to him, you know, people who had, uh, who uh, had the young one die and all kinds of issues. The Buddha has this great love and compassion toward others, and he always find. But the Buddha was just we all need we already know one great, great smart, wicked, wise, and and smart person. He once everything when when an awakened one talk or do things. It's all based on a loving kindness heart, a really deep understanding of the, how the ego works. So, the Buddha, the way the Buddha teach, he always bring out example, right? 
according to the experiences of the sufferer. When when a when a carpenter come to him, he bring out example in carpentry, so that the person can understand what he's talking about. If the person has a background of a, a business person, he bring out a business. Uh, uh, he he bring out a a business approach. If a travelers come, you know, for direction, he all he bring out the 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 way through road and through um, you know direction and all. See, he look into people. He would ask before he before he even say anything. He he would um, inquire into the person about the background, and he will teach according to the background of the sufferer of the one who comes. Not even that, even even. At that time, even some Brahman in the real in in the in the physical life, there are some people from other belief background come to challenge him, and believe me, there were many challengers. There were many come to challenge the Buddha, because when the after the Buddha um, realization of this truth. And his disciples start to give out talks, and it start to affect a lot of people, and it affects um, the livelihood of other uh, beliefs, and there are many leaders from other beliefs come to challenge the Buddha. Yeah. Even that, there is no animosity. The Buddha never, never, never ever take anyone as his enemy. Because he knows that everyone goes through this ignorance, right? Everyone is covered by ignorance. So, why would you be mad? Why would, why would, the understanding one, be mad or upset with ignorant, you know, um, being? Instead, you you want to help them. You want to show them the way out of their own misery, out of their own suffering. So the Buddha, even though the challenges come, the Buddha always inquire this, okay, you know, when you ask this, okay, why is it like that? Or, you know, the many challengers who came to the Buddha turned into his disciple. That's why the Buddha was the greatest. Even murderer of 999 people, Angulimir, one of the famous stories in the sutra, who tried to, to have eternal life, okay, but when he came to the Buddha, tried to kill the, tried to kill the Buddha so that he can reach enlightenment, try to reach a uh, life that never dies. The Buddha converted him. Well, what I mean by converting means showing him the truth. And he became 
one of his revered disciple. See, so that's this is why it's it's such a very unique thing in 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 Buddha's teaching. Buddhism is now you should have a clear understanding that Buddhism is not a religion. Okay, Buddhism is a teaching about the truth of who we are, about the truth of our mind, of our body. Okay. So once you get to un- to realize this inner self when you get to get in touch with the core with the being with the, with the inner being of who we are we will realize that who we truly are is eternal the so called life itself is eternal just like the buddha said there is nobody living there is and there is nobody dying there is no such a thing the dying that we all said called dying is the breakdown of the physical body of the physical world material it's the breakdown of the mind right but the inner you is eternal the inner you is always there, has always been there. It has no beginning, it has no end. The inner you is always there. It's eternal. This is the part that is, again, very difficult for most people to grasp. But for the awakened one, and then there are many of them, and even now, there are many of them, thousands of them, realizing the truth of who they are. Now they become selfless. They become the light. They become the torch that show the way to other people. One thing to keep in mind is people are people. Unconsciousness is a bound. Okay, even during Buddha's time, with all the efforts that he did, he, the Buddha, even the Buddha could not, you know, save the whole world. To you know could not awaken the whole world to understand the truth right he only could do so much but only the people only people who has this certain gift of or we can we can say it's the 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 the, the consciousness of certain people has reached ripening age and is ready to receive the teaching. 
then those people people can be awakened, become awake when those people who are ready and they hear the Dharma. It's just like the seed that is ready to grow, just wait for just wait for water and there comes the water, Dharma, and they grow. But there are many seeds that will never grow. And this is a realization that all awakened beings know that yes, we realize this, but we know that this Dharma is not simple because people identify themselves with this ego shell and the ego shell can be really hard to crack really really hard to crack okay and enlightened being all enlightened being understand that so what they do is they live life from the outside look just normal like everybody else they have a body to support you know they have a they need to, uh, you know, have shelter, you know, medicine, and all that stuff. And if they have family, they would still have to, you know, take care of the family and all that. But in a non-attached, attachment way. Because now they understand, they realize the truth. When Let's say if something happened, they know things and they don't react to things. Right? They just know that that's what the truth is. So, as an awakened one goes through life, when they understand this, they pick and choose according to the occasion, right? according to the opportunity when they when and where they can offer the Dharma, offer the teaching, then they will do so. Without any expectation. And because even and again, there are many sages before who were not fully realized in a way, in the process. And if they offer, if they offer the Dharma at the wrong time or wrong place, it can backfire. You will, even the awakened one, you will learn quickly of the, of the, uh, of the backfire. And then you can, you and then you will step back and say, oh, okay, I still have I still have more to learn about the time timing, about understanding people. Because people are just like that. They're living with the emotional self identifying ego. Alright. So I hope you get this, okay, because 
it's, it's so unique it's so profound and it's so beautiful this should conclude the core teaching of Buddha from Buddha okay there are many stuff that we can and we will go go um, into later on okay but up until this episode right here these are the core of the teaching if you grasp all of this okay if you realize this very true then you will grow that's that's for sure then you will grow and the new growth will be coming from inside not outside anymore right the new growth is out of love is out of compassion is out of selflessness is out of oneness right it's out of oneness it's out of all connectedness. That's what it's all about. So, I'm going to leave it right here. So you guys can ponder on it a little bit more. Okay. And any question, any message you want to leave me, please do so. Right? I would love to hear from you, you know, the feedback and all that stuff. Okay, you all have a good day.